tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If your view of Christianity is of Puritans looking down their nose at music, art, entertainment, and any sort of fun, I think you're missing out. I used to worry that if I enjoyed life too much, I must not be serving God as much as I should be. If I was truly taking up my cross and following Him, I should be miserable, right? I'd say wrong, and we're going to talk about that today, along with some great ways to have God-honoring fun. Thanks for joining me. I'm Alyssa Rote, and this is Big Pond Little Fish. Making your own way in the world may feel like you're a very small fish in a very big, confusing pond. How do you honor God and pursue your calling while navigating the waters of life in your 20s? On this podcast, we're exploring life, career, family, friends, and calling from the perspective of a young Christian fish trying to make a splash in the world's big pond. So, welcome to episode 9, Party in the Pond, Having Fun the Healthy Way. We all need time to de-stress. However, certain ways of unwinding lead to even more tension, stress, and problems. How do you find what sort of ways to decompress work best for you, build in time for fun, and enrich your life through the little things? So, I think we should first address the idea that I often find that Christians should be miserable fuddy-duddies. From what I could find, it looks like the words rejoice or joy are actually found about 250 times in the Bible. David danced in the streets. God mandated celebrations for the people of Israel. Jesus turned water into wine to keep a wedding celebration going, and he annoyed the religious people of his day by going to too many parties and dinners. And heaven itself is described as a feast. Being a Christian should mean having more joy, not less. Of course, we're not supposed to run around seeking anything that could bring us pleasure. The Bible doesn't call for us to be hedonists. But God made good things, and it's pretty boring if we don't enjoy them. So what's our guiding principle? I think we can look at Colossians 3.17. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Are we glorifying God through our actions? Are we enjoying his creation and our God-given creativity in a way that honors him? Or are we just doing whatever we think might help us feel good to fill a God-sized void in our hearts? With that said, and thinking about those things, let's talk about some things that make quality fun. I think part of having a good work-life balance is taking joy in the little things and having something to look forward to every single day. Maybe you're grabbing boba on your lunch break, or you get to listen to a podcast on your commute, or you have a book you're looking forward to reading before bed. I like to drink yummy coffee while I work, be that flavored Keurig or blueberry ground coffee or something nice a friend has given me. 
It's just black coffee with a splash of milk, but it makes me associate whatever work I'm doing with good things. After work, my roommate and I watch an episode of Friends together every evening. I get excited if we have coconut popsicles in the freezer and I get to have one later in the evening. There are always little things every day I look forward to. A friend of mine wakes up each morning and thinks of five things she's looking forward to today. It helps her greet even mundane work days with a positive outlook. And if you can't think of five things to look forward to, maybe you need to add some to your day. We're talking about how to have fun today, but I think this also includes just having fun with life in general, enjoying each day. So let's talk about some things that tend to improve overall mental well-being. A few of these are hard pills for me to swallow, like exercising regularly and limiting screen time. But we can do these things naturally by enjoying other things that are good for us, like spending time in nature or doing light activities like taking a walk or riding a bike. Take at least a few minutes every day to disconnect from work, social media, etc., and move your body in some sort of natural space. Another recipe for steadier, longer-lasting fun is finding and investing in hobbies rather than chasing thrills. I have friends who did swing dancing, which is exercise, socializing, and a hobby wrapped into one. I have several friends who love tabletop RPGs, and we get together to play for hours on a hobby that's cost me under 50 bucks over the years, and doesn't necessarily have to cost a person anything. With hobbies like knitting, baking, journaling, you don't need any specially allotted time or even other people. Hobbies help us fill our free time with enjoyable and stimulating activities. I think it's also important for us to realize things about ourselves. Sometimes we choose hobbies that stress us out or actually aren't that fun for us, and that defeats the point of a hobby. Hobbies are to enjoy. Other things we should consider about ourselves are what sort of activities do we actually enjoy. For example, I despise parties and big gatherings. I would much rather hang out with a smaller group at somebody's house and play games. Or some people, like my roommate, love parties. She likes decorating the place, planning themes, and hosting lots of guests. Even if you are the sort of person who likes a riotous party, it's important to mix alone time and together time. Being in large groups may feel thrilling, but we all need some personal time and activities to ground us and give us relaxation, even if we are extroverts. If you find yourself feeling dead all week and then partying hard on the weekends to make up for your week, too much partying may be part of the problem. Beyond daily and weekly enjoyment, what about vacations? Maybe you have family vacays that you have to attend and you have little control over when or where. But if you are the one planning your own vacation, you can consider several factors. Have you ever been on a vacation that just wasn't? You come home more tired than you were when you left, and now you have to start work on Monday? This might be because you're not taking the right kind of vacation for you. Sometimes we place too much importance on a vacation, looking forward to it for weeks or months or even years. But that's a lot of pressure to put on one weekend or week or what have you. As amazing as your destination may be, it's impossible for it to live up to that level of expectation. Often it's better to go for a more laid-back, shorter, or cheaper vacation that you can really enjoy instead of an ambitious, pricey trip that you feel you have to squeeze every bit of enjoyment from. 
instead of saving scrupulously for months and scraping together cash to go to Disney World, could you check out a local amusement park? Or instead of that Florida beach vacation, could you rent a cabin in the mountains with a group of friends? If you go into a vacation with the mentality that it must be the best vacation ever, it probably won't be. I think God calls us to enjoy his daily gifts, his little blessings, instead of pinning all our hopes and joy on a trip or a wild party or the weekend. Our future hope, that thing that keeps us going, should be him, not some sort of outside pleasure. With that, let's also discuss some ideas for wholesome fun with friends. Fun that will make you feel more physically and mentally rested and rejuvenated than the stereotypical 20s drinking yourself into oblivion and making bad decisions with strangers. So, let's start with some fun free options. I love game nights where we meet at someone's place and all of us bring a board game, party game, or card game to play. They take little prep and the games are the easy entertainment. You only need a few friends for this one. Or you could pick a movie. I'm sure at least one of you probably has some sort of streaming device or a DVD player. You can pop some popcorn and watch something together, whether a new release or an old favorite. Or if your friends are the sporty sort, there are also field games like Ultimate Frisbee or Spikeball or Cornhole. You could go hiking or jogging or the other weird things you athletic people do. And if you're really into that sort of thing, you could join a rec league. A new trend that's been going on are theme parties. Maybe the theme is colors, and everyone dresses up as a color and brings a drink or snack of that color. Maybe the theme is decades, like the 20s, 30s, 40s, etc. Or sports teams, or the first letter of your name. Theme parties work because everyone brings something instead of putting all the responsibility on the host. Need something to do at your theme party, or just wanting to go out and do something? You can try painting, pottery, jewelry making, or other crafty pursuits. The rise of little shops where you can pay to create a work of art and take it home has created plenty of options. Some of those sorts of places even have group discounts for you and your friends. Or do you like baking, cookie decorating, cooking? Whether hosting dinner, having a cookie decorating get-together, or baking for yourself, making food can be fun. Or need something wholesome to occupy your time? What about volunteering? Especially with a couple of friends, this can be fun and fulfilling. Whether you're walking dogs for an animal shelter, volunteering with kids at a church program, or putting together care packages at your local homeless shelter. Need a bigger adventure on a low budget? Why not a road trip? Some of the best fun I had during college was road tripping from Indiana to Arizona with a couple of friends, stopping at some national parks, visiting family along the way. Part of the fun is staying in sketchy motels, rotating drivers to drive 30 plus hours straight, wandering random desert areas. With multiple people, the gas and motel costs go down, and a lot of little tourist traps and parks are easy on the wallet while still providing unforgettable fun. There are as many ways to have fun as there are different personalities and preferences. Being a Christian doesn't mean we have to be boring or always working. Instead, we can enjoy the world God created and his blessings in a way that ultimately points to him. When we find joy in life and in God in healthy ways that celebrate him, it gives silent witness to our faith and God's goodness. Speaking of enjoying whatever God has given us, I hope you'll tune in next time for episode 10, 
swimming solo, embracing singleness. In the meantime, if you want to connect with me, check out alyssarote.com, A-L-Y-S-S-A-W-R-O-T-E.com. Or check me out on Twitter, Insta, or Facebook at Alyssa Rote, A-L-Y-S-S-A-W-R-O-T-E. Until then, enjoy your party in the pond. Big Pond Little Fish is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you take a minute and leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It really does help more people like you find the show. You can find all of our episodes of Big Pond Little Fish by visiting lifeaudio.com. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Gibbons, and Steven Sanders. Special thanks to Stephen McGarvey for his executive oversight. You can find more faith-affirming podcasts like this one by visiting lifeaudio.com. <laughs>